it's disgusting. You Dude, like put it, it in your mouth and you like want to swallow, but then you're like, no, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's face looks like a fucking was, a tomato. <laughs> Jesus. I am would it speechless. Be, <laughs> would it be AB positive or O negative? <laughs> what blood type would it be? <laughs> Don't get the hiv from that. God. <laughs> Following the 530 Bikers on social media, find us on Facebook and like us on Instagram and Twitter at 530 Bikers. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Mike. What the fuck are we talking about tonight? (laughs) Well, we got a few things that we're going to get out there, but I think one of the first things that we need to announce is for people that don't know, MMM 2020, unfortunately, has been postponed. Uh, I know a lot of people may have gotten the word already, but there's still a lot of you that, that may not know yet. So we needed to do this on this podcast, let y'all know that due to rising numbers of COVID-19 along with governor's orders to keep groups under what, 10 and under Tony. Yes. Yeah. We had no choice, but to postpone the event. So there's a, to be determined date, that we will announce in the coming weeks when we will actually have the event. But yeah, just know that it's not canceled. It's postponed. It, the event will happen. It's probably, it may not be until spring, maybe this year. I think that's what we're thinking. It could be postponed. <coughs> post Malone. Yes. Post Malone. Oh, it could be post Malone. He uses auto tune too. Mm. Post Malone. <laughs> so speaking of MMM, we did speak to all of our sponsors individually, um, contacted each one of those and told them what was going on, that we were going to have to postpone the event. Um, basically um, asked if they still wanted to support us um, or if they wanted us to send their stuff back. And all the way across the board, each and every one of them said, no, keep the things that we've sent you. Um, you can use them in the future, whatever time you do the event. So we really had a lot of support there from all of our sponsors, and it is greatly, greatly appreciated um, to know that everybody is still on board and behind us, and they're appreciative of us contacting them. Um, They understand why we had to put the event on hold. So thank you again to our sponsors for being there for us and for your continued support. Yep. Boom. Boom. And like we said, everybody, make sure you – Follow 5DirtyBikers.com or listen to future podcasts where we will reveal the future date which we will have the event. Speaking of sponsors, um, we just want to um, also reach out and thank all of our patrons for their support of the 5Dirty Biker podcast and of all of us individually. And I just wanted to read a uh, message I got from a recent patron, um, I had sent a patron a message thanking them for joining. And um, <clears throat> he read, he sent a message back and I, and I think it's worth mentioning because it, it was something that really made me feel good. And um, I want you guys to hear it and, and I want to put it out there. So um, this specific patron just said, thank you. I think you guys are great. Not only do you put out a hilarious quality podcast that is definitely worth supporting, 
but I feel like all of you put out great energy into the motive community. And I just thought that that was, um, there, there's some other stuff on there that's, um, not, you know, uh, not specific to that, but I just thought that that was worth mentioning because I think that's one thing that we, that we all do um, specifically focus on is, you know, what kind of, you know, how we want to be perceived in the motor community and what kind of energy we are putting out there. Right. I mean, unless you're on a dyna, unless you're on a dyna, then you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, we, we all, um, we all do put out, you know, positive content. We like to send positive messages out to the community. We support each other. We support people in the, in the motor community. And uh, I just wanted to thank this particular patron for uh, making those comments and the things that he said, because it was uh, it was great to get a message back that just reaffirming that what we're doing is is resonating with people and and I know things are tough for a lot of people right now and and we all um, you know like to bring a little bit of fun back to things and and not take everything so damn seriously all the time and and you know we don't take each other seriously all the time and don't take you know offense to a lot of things and we what we like to bring humor to everybody and give you that you know. 90 minutes of, of a break from reality in the week if we can bring it to you. So I just wanted to thank that particular patron for sending that message back. What a cool message. Thank you. Yeah. I'd also like to say thank you to our patrons because we've been gaining, you know, a few here and there. Um, we gained Christian Customs last month and then Michael Anders just a few days ago. So those are our two newest patrons. So thank you guys, and thank thanks to the rest of you too that have stuck with us all these months and continue to to support us. We appreciate it so much, and we're also going to do a couple of giveaways tonight. I think for our patrons as well. Whoop whoop! Yeah. Whoop. So our all new uh, our all new five dirty biker panties are coming your way. <laughs> no, but Americans. I do have I do have. We had ordered. Um, just a sample pack basically of these five dirty bikers face masks are they crotchless are they crotchless well you know <laughs> but this is what they look like we maybe can pop a picture of this up there or whatever but it has our logo on it it's just kind of a thin silky material and we joked that if you kind of hold it up and stretch the legs out or you know use the ear holes for the legs you could use it for a ball sack <laughs> it could you it could be a a a, a man the the ball's ear a ball's ear a man one, tony it could be a ball's ear that's a good one for sure saggy scrotum um, hey isn't that the guy who sang the take me to church song take me to church yes what, saggy scrotum no ball ball's ear yeah Ho- hose ear same thing yeah oh Ho- hose oh i knew it was a z or something <laughs> Hose so we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna give that away tonight and we're also gonna give away a gift card hopefully <gasps> this will go to somebody that has a white castle near them we're hopefully. gonna do a white castle gift card as well so who likes a party? It's a white castle party and a white castle party. Get down. <laughs> so how do you guys how do you guys want to do this? We have eighteen patrons. Do we wanna pick a number between one and eighteen and I'll go down my list and see who's the lucky winner of the face mask slash ball sack? 
Dustin, pick it's a number not, between one and eighteen. It, what is it? It's a ball sack holder. I ball sack better, holder. I got a better idea. Okay, you tell here. me. Oh, what a good idea. Pick a number between one and eighteen. Six. Six? Number six. Mr. Rocco says six. Okay. That is Anna Isabel. All right. So do we want to send Anna a gift card? Sure. Okay. Yes, we do. Okay. And then I need one more, Dustin. Uh, He also said he also said sixteen. Sixteen. So do sixteen. That is Philip Renaud. No, however you say that. He gets the ball's ear. He gets the ball's ear. There we go. Thank you, guys. It's a ball polisher or a ball's ear. Or you can wear it on your face after (laughs) we've all passed it around. Yeah. Yeah. Do you dip dip your dice in the urinal when you piss? Do they call you stretch nuts? (laughs) (laughs) Do your balls hit the the water before your ass hits the seat? (laughs) This is Billy Mays with the FTB (laughs) ball sack. (laughs) Hey, next. (laughs) <laughs> I actually have a very funny story for you guys. So I happened to be out. Um, me and Reggie went riding last weekend. Well, it's actually sort of two funny stories rolled into one. So we were on our way back and it was late at night. And we'd stopped at the gas station. Well, this pack of sport bike guys come in and Reggie happened to know a couple of them. So we're sitting there talking to them and they were asking about ADV and dual sports stuff. And, you know, was asking us how much fun it was, which why wouldn't you ride a dual sport or an ADV motorcycle? And he was talking about uh, this guy that was wanting to race his Harley. He was trying to get anybody trying to get all sport bike guys to race him. I'm like, fuck, fuck, I'd race a guy. I don't, I don't give a damn. So two guys pull up. One guy's on a road king with blue neon lights because his bike's blue. And I like that guy. That guy's actually a pretty nice guy. And then his buddy pulls up on this Harley orange motherfucking Donna. <laughs> and it had an orange gas tank, but it had like primer spots in it and stuff. So anyway, you could tell he had been working on it or whatever. And he pulls in next to the gas pump, gets off his bike, comes up there with his other Harley buddy, and he's like, all right, who wants to race? So I say to the guy, and you have to understand, I knew the guy on the Blue Road King. I did not, however, know the guy that was on the Dyna. So I look at the guy that's his buddy on the Dyna, and I say, be careful racing that damn thing. You'll get the speed wobbles and crash. <laughs> well, logic is sound there. Yep. Well, I, you know, and, True. and that's honest to God truth. And then he looks at me with a serious face and says, no, it won't. I hand build everything myself. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry, Harley, man, <laughs> but you're dying, you know, and I wanted to tell him, hey, look, you're Dinah. I mean, it, yeah, it was OK. It was all right looking, had a whole lot of chrome and a whole lot of bodywork primer spots on the tank. And but the rear fender was perfect. I don't know how in the hell that happened, but it looked like it may have been dropped a time or two, possibly at a high rate of speed on the freeway. Dude, speed wobbles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he says, no, 
I built it myself. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's sitting there trying to ag everybody race, whatever. And so I start going down there and I said, oh my God, I like the taillights on it. Cause he has those Curiocan mini bullet, whatever it is, you know, it's like 200 mm-hmm. bucks for a set of them. And I actually love those taillights cause they're really freaking bright. And he said, I, I said, dude, I actually, I said, I love the turn signals on that bike. I said, I've seen those. I can't remember where. And he says, yeah, those are Curioc. And he said, man, it was like, God, dude, I've had to pay like $200 for those taillights. And I said, $200 for taillights. I said, fuck, man, I got $400 in auxiliary lighting on my motorcycle. You know, it's like, hey, you may have a damn Harley, but I got you beat. Um, (laughs) So anyway, we get to talking and he has $20,000. He bought the bike for 5,500 and he has put $14,500 in this Dyna. He obviously went to Harley and bought every part from the parts catalog because at the end of the day, it's still a Dyna. It's still a goddamn Dyna. <laughs> it's still and a fucking Dyna. So when he says, Hey, he, I, I said, Oh, I said, well, I said, you know, you've been working on it. Yeah. I said, man, how much are you into it? He said, oh, I've got 20 grand in it. And I said, 20 grand. And somebody that was with one of the sport bike guys said, is that with the price of the bike? And he said, yeah, I bought the bike for $5,500. And I said, so you mean to tell me you put $14,500 into your motorcycle? And he says, yeah. And I said, man, you have made some wrong life choices. (laughs) (laughs) He did not like that much. <laughs> and so after Did he take offense this, to that, Mike? He did. He did. He 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 knew I was being <laughs> facetious. He sounds like a highly intelligent individual. At, well, he he talked to the sport bike guys about different stuff and conversations carried on for about 30 minutes anyway. So <laughs> he's everybody was taken off. And I said, hey, man, can I ask you a question? I said, is there any way possible that I could get a picture of me sitting on your motorcycle? (laughs) And he says, no offense, man, but I don't let anybody sit on my motorcycle. And I said, it's a goddamn Dinah why not (laughs) he did not like that either you were just making fast friends mike weren't you (laughs) i was trying to be a friendly motherfucker and he did not appreciate it (laughs) there was no smile cracking from his face and i really thought he would at least smile over something so so the one guy on the blue road king takes off and then all the sport bike all the sport bike guys and the and the the Dyna bro take off and me and Reggie are fixing to leave and realize we had been sitting at this gas station for probably 30 minutes talking and we're sitting there talking smoking fixing to put our helmets on I put my helmet on this guy in this car Honda Accord with blue wheels circles through the gas station parking lot and as he's exiting the parking lot goes you guys need to fucking stop revving your motorcycles in my neighborhood. So 
I think my adrenaline or whatever it is, testosterone may get to pumping pretty good because whenever he said that, I instantly got irate and I said, hey, except it was in my angry voice. And he he stops his, you know, stops his car and he says, hey, you want to go? Well, fuck, yes, I do. So I start walking (laughs) towards his goddamn car. And I get you had but the windshield. (laughs) No, no, because the guy already he, he had put his car in park and he had pulled it down in drive when I started walking. And I, I got a, probably about 10, 15 feet from his window. And I said, you dumb motherfucker, we've been sitting here for 30 goddamn minutes. And as I'm still walking towards his window, he says, if it wasn't you, I apologize. And I said, yeah, and flipped him the fuck off and walked away. <laughs> Can you imagine, God, if he <laughs> you imagine if he goes, you want to go, and you took your pants off and then walked toward the car. <laughs> oh, I should have done it. Oh, my God, that would have been priceless. You want to be the pitcher or the catcher? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm, he's definitely going to be the catcher. <laughs> Boy, you're in for a prison fucking right now. <laughs> yes. Have you been prison? Oh, my God, this podcast is unairable. <laughs> No spit allowed. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was my funny story. Funny Dinah Bro story. Turns out people who ride Dinahs are pissed off because they have spent way too much money on that motorcycle. Well, maybe they're just pissed off because they have a Dinah. Could I be. think that's it. Because they came out with a soft tail and it's way better. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> 10 times better actually uh, yep <laughs> yeah if you so, all haven't noticed mike is not a dyna fan <laughs> so speaking of speaking of me and talking to the sport bike guys and the harley guys and asking them about adv riding and them asking me about adv riding and stuff have you guys ever thought about or have you ever thought of buying a different style of motorcycle other than the cruiser that you own yes of course after seeing walter's bike yeah yeah (laughs) so tell us about it what would walter's bike be considered what would you consider that cafe racer i would guess cafe racer probably something like that yeah i I think it falls into the cafe racer category if i was going to buy a second bike it would be something different if i was just going to replace my bike i would probably stick with the cruiser line but if i had a second bike i'm really interested in the adventure bike there's there's it seems to be the 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 hot thing right now yes and that's the thing is i don't like it it's crazy because you have all these different companies and all these different brands and all these different outlets of motorcycle yeah i mean you've got cruiser you've got adv you've got their bike you've got sport bike you've got honda grom kawasaki z125 type of stuff i mean you know fun bike pit bike whatever but the adv you're right the adv market is growing with leaps and bounds yeah it's huge right now and so i'm wondering if the lack of people trying new 
lines of motorcycles or new, uh, you know, just, just trying that genre of motorcycle. I wonder if it's just a lack of people actually trying it or if it is something that, you know, because we've talked about it a million times on here. If you buy a Harley-Davidson, that is a staple of generally I have made it you know, in life or whatever you buy that because of sort of like a status symbol or something like that, you know, but I just wonder how many people who ride a cruiser motorcycle have ever ridden a, you know, ridden a dirt bike or an adventure bike or have ever done that type of stuff. I talked to one of our younger members on the discord um, earlier in the week. And one of the things we were just chatting back and forth, and um, I think there's a whole generation of people right now that are in the market that don't have any disposable income. Yeah. They're, they're simply, they're broke. They have school loans. They don't buy houses. They don't buy cars. And a motorcycle is considered a luxury item or a toy. They yeah. don't consider all- A motorcycle is a want. It's not a need. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but in their wants, it's nowhere anywhere on their priority list. They don't look at a motorcycle and think adventure. Right. It just, it yeah. doesn't cross their mind for whatever reason. And it doesn't even matter if it's a ADV bike or a cruiser or a Honda Grom, anything. They're not seeing it there. It's not resonating with that generation for whatever reason they don't look at a motorcycle and see adventure. And so for them, that want is not on their list. Well, they're huh. wrong. They're, they're yeah, wrong. I, I, I agree. They're totally wrong. I, I won't say that they're wrong because if you don't see that, you know, if you, if you don't know, I mean, for me, I know I grew up riding dirt bikes and me and all of my friends rode and we would ride around the woods and have fun and get muddy and crash. And it was all fun you know, whatever. Um, Tony, I know that you, you know, grow, you the know, same you, thing. Yeah. Right. Grew up riding dirt bikes. Yeah. Um, you know, Dustin, on the other hand, Dustin's a, a three year. Did you, I mean, I know you rode your relative's motorcycle when he scared the living shit out of you. I rode on the back. back. I didn't ride it myself, but yeah. But I wonder if, had you rode a dirt bike as a child or anything like that, not not that it would have swayed you from buying a Harley, but would it have at least given you the want for something more off-road and more exploration-based than just an on-road cruiser? Yeah, I mean – it's 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 a totally different situation when you grow up like that than when you grew up the way I did where I didn't ride a bike. Right. So right. I think I think it, I don't know how old I was when I got on my uncle's bike and yeah he scared the living shit out of me uh, popping yeah. a wheelie and not telling me to hold on. Oh yeah, that, pro- that probably swayed me away. Like <laughs> I don't want to get on one of them fuckers again. Right. Because, yeah. You know, he, you know, he did, he did yeah. 90 all the way back uh, here uh, to my folks' house because my folks forgot something and right. did 90 all the way back. So probably not the best first impression, but no. uh, I, think, I think that's probably what swayed me away from it until, you know, three years ago. But right. 
I mean, I also know a kid growing up who was riding his dirt bike out in the woods and he hit a tree and he died. Yeah, right. So, I, mean, I mean, that was says, he, wh- what does that say? It means like, I mean, everybody's like, I mean, that can happen to anybody. I know anybody can die on a motorcycle at any time, but um, this was just probably just another reason. I mean, that was, I was older when that happened, but it was probably just another reason to stay away from him at a young age. Yeah. And you know how you are when you're young. We talked about this before. When you're young, you, you think you're bulletproof. Oh, fuck. Right. Oh, you're yeah. Invincible. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, when I was young, though, I, I still had, you know, I had a full face dirt bike helmet. I had my, you know, my chest protector and all that stuff, you know, whenever I rode. Um, Don't want to hurt it, those middies. No. <laughs> no. I mess around losing nipple. That'd Hook hold, your nipple be, on a twig. That would be bad. That would be bad. You only you do imagine losing a nipple out in the trails. Hey, can y'all, can y'all help me look for my nipple? <laughs> it's on a twig back there somewhere. <laughs> it's, ten, it's about this big. Is that a fighting mushroom? <laughs> yeah, but anybody in the motorcycling community knows that accidents happen. But at the same time, you can have a heart attack sitting on your couch. So, yep. it, you know, it, it's it, one one type of riding isn't any more dangerous than another. It's accidents are going to happen no matter where you at or you no matter where you are at or what you do. Um, Ryan, did you grow up? I know you rode on the back and in the sidecar of your uh, dad's motorcycle. So, <laughs> did you ride a dirt bike when you were younger at all? No, I uh, I've never been on a dirt bike. And when you posed this question to us earlier in the week to think about, um, I I went. Um, that's kind of actually where I went. Um, I didn't think about anything that could get me around town differently. And I think I went even one step further than Tony than um, an adventure bike um, because um, I I really looked at more like something like you have now, something that I could ride on the street, but is really a, a, you know, a dirt bike essentially with, with signals on it. Um, that's yeah. kind of where I was at. That's that's kind of where I landed is in in that vein, something that was really more geared towards dirt. There's <clears throat> North Dakota is not unlike Kansas. There's a ton of gravel roads around here and right. uh, minimum maintenance roads and farm roads and things like that. And I thought about, you know, how I would and what I would have access to. And so I went with, uh, um, you know, a bike a lot like yours is, is right. what I would is what I would be is what I would be interested in if I was going to get a second bike. Yeah. So the bike that I have now is that you know is the 2020 CRF 450L, and that's more of an enduro bike or um, it, you know. Uh, it's a street legal dirt bike. It's a street legal rocket ship, is what it is. Yeah. And you know the thing weighs under you know it weighs 200 and uh, like stock full of fluids weighed like 289 or something you know so it's under 300 pounds and it's really quick (laughs) but it's not something that you jump on and ride on the freeway you know you can but you're not going to do that comfortably uh for long periods of time or anything like that um but you've got an enduro a dual sport and an adventure bike and the three differences you know the differences between those is in is an enduro is more of a street legal dirt bike um and then you've got your dual sport which would be um sort of like a klr or 
something like that, a little bit bigger, under you know, under 600 cc's, uh, 700. And then you've got your adventure bike, which is, you know, anything from 650, 700 and up. They're more purpose-built for that. Or if but, you're bogan, you can take out a Road King and make yeah. it an adventure bike. <laughs> to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good that luck. was a fun <laughs> video, by the way. Good luck he was having the time up. of his life having or he was having the time of his life having his bike stuck in the in, when the tide oh, comes yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, I, that is somebody that I respect. Anybody that will put their damn road king through that. Oh yeah, shit, dude! I'd be right by that guy. Help him out on the side of the road, hole nine yards. I want to see somebody with a Harley beat the ever loving shit out of it. You and it's watch still his videos. Oh yeah, I have. It's a, it's kind of a testament to how you know a lot of people how uh, rugged these the Harleys actually are because this guy dogged the shit out of this Road King and took it back to the dealer and they cleaned it up and said he was good to go. Oh well, yeah, God. yeah. Well, most of the Keep guys the that you normally it. most of the guys that you normally see out in the real world, you know, I mean. I mean, I mean they they the have more of them. they have more they have more maxi pads and tampons in their saddlebags than their wives do at home. Using them bitches for band aids, probably. <laughs> I'm telling you, heaven forbid that you get a damn bug on it. I mean, oh, I keep my shit tight. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> Me and Tony came back from a ride. First thing he does, he grabs a rag, looks at me in the eye, says, "I keep my shit tight." <laughs> Buff it. You sure do. As soon as I pull in the garage, I got to get my shit tight, man. I don't want so, Mary, you've you've said it a time or two. Did mm-hmm. you ride dirt bikes as a kid? So here's the funny thing. I'm glad you brought that up because remember I had said when I was younger, my cousin and I rode some kind of bikes, but I couldn't remember what they were. Well, this girl posted on Instagram the other day this picture, and when I saw this picture, immediately I was like, that has got to be it. So I texted my cousin and said, hey, remember those bikes that we used to ride when we were younger, like out at the farm? What kind were those? And he said it was a Honda Mini Trail Bike, like 70cc, and that was exactly the picture the chick had posted on Instagram. I was like, that's it. So, yeah, I would love. Yeah. I would love to have like something that'll go off road like that little dirt bike, trail bike, something. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they met Honda. Honda has always made good motorcycles and that's tra- That mini trail 70 is one of the tried and true. Everybody had one as a kid. Well, some people had them as a kid and yeah. rode them around and had that experience, but it, I think, I think people that ride dual sport, enduro adventure whatever classification you want to get it most of those people grew up as a child and had a dirt bike or a trail bike at some point in their you know in their childhood yeah and so that once you get into your adult you know get into being an adult yeah you can have a cruiser you can have a a gold wing or a a you know, whatever, have a bagger. You can have any type of Harley that you want or what, whatever brand motorcycle. You can have something that goes on the road that's really, really nice that that shows that, hey, I've made good life choices and I feel like I can splurge on this motorcycle. But 
if you grew up owning a dirt bike or anything that you could go out and get muddy and have a good time on and just beat the crap out of, (laughs) you have that in your blood. And I think that's where a lot of these people come from that ride, you know, that ride that class motorcycle, you know, that's, I think that's the reason they do it. So Tony, you said you would have an ADV bike if you if you were going to have a second bike if i was going to have a second bike i grew up on dirt bikes and i've had street bikes i've had a klr and now i've had harleys and the reason i went with the harley is because i like the idea of going out on the back roads and finding little towns and stuff that i didn't know existed around in kentucky and when I got the, the sporty and I started doing that, it was something that I really enjoyed doing. Right. So that was kind of the reasons I, I, I went with the cruiser style bike and, and not like a, uh, an adventure bike. And one of the other reasons, I mean, honestly, and this is no shit, I could stand over a Harley and I could stop at a stoplight and not do a fucking circus act on the bike yeah. trying to keep it up. Because dangling, all dangling the feet and all. Yeah, because the adventure bikes are, are just so tall. I mean, when I had that KLR 250, when I came to a stop sign, I mean, it was a circus act. They're trying mm. to keep that thing upright. I can totally relate to that. You know? Uh, so a lot of it was fit. I mean, I just, I don't fit on adventure bikes. They're just too fucking big. Oh, you can lower them down. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can do anything you want. I mean, with any motorcycle, you can modify it to to what your needs are but sort of I, yeah sort of but you uh, can't take a harley and make it into a scrambler and it'd be worth a damn no but it looks good it sure does <laughs> <laughs> so no they're just too heavy i actually got a comment i forgot the guy's name he had just bought a uh i think it was an iron and he was having trouble dealing with the weight at slow speeds trying to park it and whatnot and asked me for some advice. And I was like, you know, I don't, it's just something you have to get used to because they are, they're heavy, they're heavy bikes. Eat, Go a, to the sam- gym. eat, eat a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're heavy bikes. I mean, you're you should have to- bought a soft tail. That's exactly. Well, and the only reason I say this, I'm not, I'm not trying to offend sportster riders. This is a testament to a sportster rider. Um, if you can ride a sportster and ride it well, at slow speeds, that's saying something because they are the most top-heavy Harley-Davidson the, made. The center of gravity is very high on them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and all of the twin cams and the, the touring models, all their weight's really low. That's yeah. how they can do all those that was messed one of the up first turns things I, and stuff. Yeah, that was one of the first things I noticed when I got the Slim after I had it for about a week. I was like, why does this bike feel so light? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And it's because the center of gravity is so low on it that the weight is low and the bike is, is balanced well and it's not top yeah. heavy. Well, you've got a crash bar on it. Why don't you lay it on over on its side nay, and nay. see how heavy it my is. Shit tight. <laughs> yeah, it shit will be tight after that. I keep my shit tight. <laughs> no, I'm not saying drop it. I'm saying lightly oh, dude, lay it down. It's a fucking 700 pound bike. I know how much oh, the fucking thing is. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I can pick my bike up with one hand. Yeah. 700 pound bike mine's 936 it took two of us to pick it up oh my god (laughs) fucking animal jesus (laughs) so dustin Mm. if you 
were to ever want to have a different style of motorcycle, what would you have? I'd probably stay on the street. And the only reason I wouldn't go ADV or sport or uh, I'm sorry, dirt bike, I'd have nobody to ride with here. Yeah. Nobody rides like that here. Everybody rides on the road and they ride. You're either riding a Goldwing or you're riding a Harley Davidson. Yeah. I very rarely ever see a BMW. I very rarely ever see a Triumph. Yeah. So it has more to do with the geographical part of it right. rather than the actual, you know, yeah, and, fun and part of it. Speaking of geographical, I mean, you guys have been here. You know, you know what it's like there's, around here. There's a lot of corn. You're either in yeah. town or you're on private farm property. Where am I going to ride? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. And right. I'll tell you what, with the adventure stuff too in the off road, you really need people to go with. That that I yes. think that's what makes it fun. And that's yeah. like yes. Mike Mike and Reggie. Yeah. That yeah. is exactly. a duo. I see you got you guys ride all the time. You guys ride the same t- type of style, same types of bikes. You have a buddy you can go do that with. Like me, I don't know about the other three of you. If you guys went out and rode that way, if you'd be doing it by yourself or you'd have a buddy to go with. You really it, it's you're right. You have to have a a a buddy to ride with on that style of bike. Yeah. Um, you get especially up if, out there in the woods, man. Yeah. I mean, your bike falls over and it lands on your ankle and you don't have the bright riding boots on. It can break your ankle and then you're fucked. Well, well yeah, you can, you can you, be laying in the grass with the muffler up your ass and your nuts tangled in the spokes. Situation. Yeah. If you have the five dirty biker nutsack uh, carrier, <laughs> you'll be okay. You'll be fine. Yeah. It'll protect you. And hell, Mike, your your lights were so bright. You may have just like a fucking swarm of moths to just come right on toward you and block all of your light. And all of a sudden, you can't Mike see looks like work. a fucking supernova going down the street. <laughs> Mike's a traveling circus. <laughs> I'll tell you, going through cornfields and the little gravel roads or whatever, there's a whole lot of motherfucking bugs that come out when I ride through. Oh and I gosh. know it had to have looked like a space shuttle was flying through the cornfield the other night when I was riding me and Reggie were out riding because it was like I can't explain to you how bright that dual the Cyclops dual Explorer 2 setup is because like man Cyclops adventure sports knocked it out of the fucking park with those lights awesome god they're so bright well when your stator can't keep up with the drain from the lights <laughs> you know you're fucking bright yeah yeah mike could kill a thousand mogwais with his fucking lights <laughs> Those fucking he's, bugs. he's gonna I see a crackhead from bugs, a half man. mile away hey. bugs bugs sketch me out i keep my shit tight <laughs> all i can imagine is him going through a damn cornfield and big ass grasshoppers just coming from both directions just <laughs> pa- bouncing off your helmet Ugh. No Mothman, thanks. My, Mothman prophecies. <laughs> there you got to do those love bugs, don't you? Love bugs only hit twice a year here, and they're, they're, they only thick, last for a couple though, of weeks. They? Yes, for like two or three weeks. And Tony would have gone. a heart attack. Tony would uh, have a heart I would attack. Ride my bike for two your, weeks. I'm not going out there. Your shit would not be tight. No, <laughs> your shit would not be tight, tight at all. But in Florida, in Florida, you have uh, 57 weeks a year you can ride. So if you take out those two or three weeks that the love bugs are out, then you're at like, what, 50 weeks? So yeah. you're still good. Yeah, yeah. Tony's going to fucking pull out a Captain America shield and just <laughs> stick it right over the front of his bike. <laughs> Ain't nothing getting through. <laughs> Rap, my bike was saran wrap. 
It's really fun when you don't have a windshield because you come back and like, you know, your gray shirt is nothing but like pelted with black bugs all over. It's really gross. Gross. That's pretty nasty. It is pretty nasty. nasty. And they stink. So, yeah. Why do they call them love bugs if they stink and they splatter like that? They call them love bugs because they attach and they literally like fly in pairs because they're connected at the asses. Why don't they just call them fuck bugs then? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's fuck bug season. (laughs) From now on, you call them fuck bugs. Okay. Because really, I mean, it, it makes more sense, right? They fuck up all your shit. Yeah, and all they're doing is fucking all the time. So that's true. I mean, fuck <laughs> bugs. There you go. That's the it's new all, name. It's all fun and games until bugs start docking and hit you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gross. <laughs> if you guys just let me in front of you, then there might be bugs on some of you mugs, and every one of them is going to fucking hit me. They're so, not going to hit you. They're going to fucking implode when they get hit with the light. Uh, <laughs> they implode was, anyway when they hit you. I was hoping I'd vaporize them, but it's not enough. It's not bright enough yet. So, I mean, no, it's bright enough. It's plenty bright enough. Can you get laser beam bright? I want the surface of the sun bright. (laughs) I think you're just about there. I am almost there. And that's the thing is I just need that extra little. You're going to need a battery backpack like Ghostbusters when you go out to power (laughs) your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Either that or I'm going to have to have some type of jumper cables or 25,000 kilowatts an hour battery backup. One just point, to, 21 gigawatts. Just solar, to be able to start panels. my backup. Yeah. At night? No. Oh, I could put them in front of the lights. Mm. I could put them on the front fender. Just like going out there like Thor, just riding the lightning. I could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan... You grew up riding your dad's bike. If you were to have another style, what would you go with? Like if I was going to move, well, it would be, it would be, you know, like your style. If I was going to move, if I was going to move away, away from, you know, if I was going to get a second bike, if I was going to get rid of, yeah, yeah, if I was going to get rid of my bike completely. No, no, uh, no, no, no. If you were going to have a second motorcycle, what style would it be? Would it be the same style? Would it be a different style? No, no. If I was going to get a second bike right now, I would want to get a bike that that does something that my bike can't. I mean, I can bike, I can ride my bike around town. I can use it to run errands. I take it on long trips. So I would want to do something. I would want to get a bike that my that did something that my bike couldn't. Yeah. And I would have to take into consideration where I live and what that bike could do. So I would want to get something like what you have or a KLR or something that was just more capable on dirt roads, off-road and not necessarily, I don't think I would want an adventure bike cause I don't want anything that big and heavy. I would want something light, something I could throw around and something I could even maybe ride. Um, I don't want to stay on the ice because that's dumb, but I was just thinking snow tracks, <laughs> right? But what seriously, but to be able to ride when, um, you know, when the weather was a little bit bad, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Would be, oh, they that would have, be where I would that that would be where I would land. Oh, they have snowmobile conversions for CRFs. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's can, snowmobile conversions for dirt bikes. Yeah, we, we we there's a few of them around here, but there's actually a uh, professor that that uh, works at the university here in town, and he rides. Um, it's a it's a Honda dirt bike of some kind, but in the winter time he puts a um, a weighted sidecar, so he has three wheels, so it doesn't slip on the ice. 
and he Ooh. and then he puts a heated suit on and he um he did this about 10 years ago and he's been riding he rides every single day rain shine snow doesn't matter 60 degrees below zero he rides to to the university every single day and teaches and That's he's been cool. doing it awful. he's been doing it for probably 20 years i suppose um but i'm gonna yeah. need a picture of that i gotta see that yeah if i if i see him i yeah i see it honestly i see him a Is lot he an eskimo no <laughs> but but in the wintertime he does wear like a full-on heated suit at 60 below zero fuck that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tony's yeah like, i be... keep my shit tight i keep my <laughs> shit tight <laughs> man that's cold yeah it would be bad mike let me ask you something yeah because you've owned a couple bikes in a couple years which is cool <laughs> i've owned three bikes in, in a year Three bikes in a year. Okay. <clears throat> he was on a yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you still have the sporty. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. What bike do you see yourself having in 10 years? Uh, Slingshot? No. No, 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 no. That is not a bike. Dang it. No, I would. I would. I'm going to have a, a round town cruiser of some sort. If I was going to buy another style or genre of motorcycle i would probably buy a soft tail standard or a soft tail slim if i was going to buy another motorcycle i really want to see somebody get a standard whether it's on youtube or somebody i know personally and see what they do with that bike because that's just yeah. a canvas to put some paint on it it is but god damn it's a thirteen thousand dollar canvas to start yeah yeah it nice if they would have one that started about 10 grand yeah, I think ten grand is a sweet spot. I, I got triumph fever, bad, <laughs> bad. Walter's bike fucked me up, dude. Well, it just needs to lower it so Mister Dangles could reach the I pavement. <laughs> Y'all all have Walter envy, I can tell. That was just it was. I mean, it was almost like I. I know what I've said it. It was like a piece of art. Y'all are I, still I, wiping the drool off your chin. Yeah, I should. I should, just a, I should have asked him if I could have wrote it. Just at least down the to the cul-de-sac and your at the yeah. end of your street and just back. So, Mary. Yes. What different style would you have? Well, I just yeah, like some kind of dirt bike, off-road bike, something. Yeah, I would love that. Because yeah. man, we ripped some dang back roads and dirt roads up when we were younger, and I mean but that you little have a lot trail of, bike have, was fun. You have a lot of places to ride in Florida. We something do. to jump over the gators with. Yeah. Yeah. No, there are so many, um, even right, right where I'm at, there are so many land development places, um, national forests, state forests, stuff like that, that you can ride through. They're just all around us. And yeah, lots of dirt roads, tons of dirt roads. I've kind of, I've kind of looked at different ones, of course, Hondas, there's some Suzuki's out there, but I really need to, it's something that I need to research because I want to start with something used and I want to start with something small just so that I can get the feel of it and know how it handles and stuff like that before I decide on something permanently. Talk about bikes, right? Yes. We're talking about (laughs) bikes, (laughs) Dustin. (laughs) Yeah, boy. <laughs> we're definitely talking about bikes when we're talking small. Oh, boy. Anyway. I'll, I think <laughs> one of the, the funnest motorcycles I've ever ridden was a YZ125. Those are fast. Yeah. 
two stroke. It was fun, fun. Uh, the, the motocross bike, but just super. Yeah, fun. the bikes we rode at the MSF course were like that. They were really a little. I think they were two two twenty fives or two fifties, something like that. A little Yamaha like dual sports. Mm. So those were fun to ride out on the on the hard top. Those seemed fun, real fun. <laughs> they were fun and fast. Mike, I need think you need to announce. What it is, what little microphone ornament you got there? And this where did it come my, from? Well, it come from Mr. Kansas Guy. Mrs. Mr. Kansas Guy, 74. Four. 74? Yes. Mr. Kansas Guy, 74. <laughs> <laughs> For all the Espanos out there. It's perfect. It is. <clears throat> Way to go, Clint. He's got all kinds of fun stuff planned with that bike yeah. that you sent him. I might I might just keep it because it's growing on me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for our sending us out those shirts too, Clint. Yes. Yes, appreciate those are awesome. Much. I love mine. I love my tie-dye shirt. Mm-hmm. They're so comfortable. Dustin, you created a little logo or a little product shot yeah, what was that that you made that that special? I had this in my head ever since I watched that video that he put out where the guy was riding down the M. Uh, what is it? Was it a white M. M. One hundred and nine with the Alice alligator skin seat? <laughs> and he the saw whole, the guy it was white out, white out bike, totally white out. He saw the guy three times and he called it a sign. He's like, I need that big dick energy in twenty twenty, <laughs> and that just stuck for some reason. And then. I was like, man, that sounds like a good energy drink. You know, since Shade Tree's been trying to get sponsored by Bang Energy Drink, I was like, I need to make the guy his own can. So I put this together, and we just kind of ran with it. <laughs> and I guess Josh liked it. He did. Oh, he, he, he said he did. It's been all over Instagram. Everyone's seen it. <laughs> so, so we're going to talk about this a little bit, and then we need you guys to give us some comments below. What would be some good, dirty flavors for Big Dick Energy? It has to be unnatural, though. Unnatural flavors. Unnatural <laughs> flavors. Or they I could mean, be no, natural, it, just gross. They could, yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> know, Mike, like you a, go all, all kinds of wrong. Mike, do you have a flavor as an example, maybe? Um, let's see. Um, I know. I, I know what I said. Hold on. Come on, you bring it. Can't, you can't go on. No, nope. dude, you could go all kinds of sideways with big dick energy. <laughs> as far as like flavors and stuff, I came up with the Tyrannoscrotus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh yes. Is that a punch? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that flavor, Mike. Well, it's a acidity. It's it smells of acidity <laughs> and high 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 pH value. <laughs> Is this a protein energy drink? Yeah, it's a protein shake. I gotcha. Yeah, with you know, with with a, it's it's sort of like a citrus only bleach. I gotcha. Yeah, but it's creamy though. That's the good Sweet thing. Oh, it's creamy. <laughs> okay. Well, but yeah. you know, my, mine and mine. It's got is... a. It's got a little bit of a buttery texture. <laughs> so you call it cream suckle. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it would you. be cream suckly. Tyrannoscrotus rex. Cream suckle. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. All that's right. a heck of a. That's a heck of a. That's a flavor like in your mouth explosion. That just made me throw up <laughs> in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> oh. You're a big Tony. So what, again. Well, my, my flavor is a little bit more, um, I would guess, on the tart side with a little bit of salt to it. Okay. So it is a more uh, big dick energy brings you fupa juice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. Mm. So I'm thinking this will probably be a little bit more tart. Probably. Probably on the salty side. High salty salt content. Yep. Yeah. High salt content for sure. Yep. I would figure if I was if I were if I were to swirl it in a glass. <laughs> oh my god! We can't put this and, in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, There's what no would way? What would happen if you put go. this in a? <laughs> what would happen if you swirled it in a glass, Mike? If you swirled it in a glass, you would get a you would get a hint of a of a vinegary flavor. <laughs> I believe that to be true. I I believe that to be true. Mm. Yeah. Would it be yellow like Mountain Dew? (laughs) I don't think so, actually. I think think this one would be – well, okay, so there's that Mountain Dew flavor that's uh, like that uh, frosty ice one that's kind of not white and not clear. Mm. That's the color. Yeah. Yeah. Like a matte white. Yes. Damn. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Let's it was like the what was that jackass one where they had the 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 guy was in the rubber suit and sweating and the guy was drinking the sweat out of the suit. Uh, oh god. <laughs> that would almost uh, that's that's what I think it would taste like except with a little bit of urine. And <laughs> probably yeah, I think maybe a little bit more tart too. I think there'd probably yeah. be a, you know. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well there, there you go. A, there could be some lemon zest. Yeah, well, we, we've we've given you examples of two flavors. So, God, uh, that's enough. We, we we need you guys. We need you guys to hit us up with some more flavors. Mm. Yeah, maybe ruby star fruit. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that mm. cherry climax. Oh God. <laughs> It's a coconut infused mm. sparkling water with a hint of cherry. Mm. <laughs> now you get that earthy flavor. Y'all ever had coconut water? You know, I hate like, it. It's disgusting. <laughs> you yeah, like I put it, it in your mouth and you like want to swallow, but then you're like, no, maybe not. Tony's face looks like a fucking tomato. Would it be <laughs> Would it be AB positive or O negative? <laughs> what blood type would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get the hiv from that. God. <laughs> Banana Mono, word of the day. It's like Jeff, you for your mind. Cue the classical music. <laughs> the word of the day is Marinjui. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
Another another way would be Marin Gooey. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna be attacked tonight. Yeah, I think I think. John Maxwell, John Maxwell, I feel your pain, brother. (laughs) Yeah, get get your shirt on because it's your night. I thought I heard Merkin Chewy. (laughs) I heard Mary Gooey for sure. (laughs) No, Marin, Marin, Marin Gooey. Yep, I heard the same thing. (laughs) Okay, well there you go. Um, Spelling is. M upside down E dash R A N G. Prostaticals would be <laughs> M schwa range. <laughs> it's a noun, comes from French early 18th century. It's a gooey wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> What happens Bert. after you have that cherry climax? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh he's gone. <laughs> Shit, I think he just oh. hit Tony just broke. Tony. Tony is broken. Oh, Holy my shit. God. <laughs> Face is so red. It's a flavor explosion <laughs> in your mouth. Oh my God. First definition is Mother of God. <laughs> Pizza's here, Mike. <laughs> Mike's an animal lover. I swear to God. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up! Give that dog a sausage. <laughs> mm. I'm pretty sure that's illegal in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Not real sure, just pretty sure. Yeah. Well, there was there was a guy here in town. That's a question. <laughs> uh-uh. But that's a story for another podcast. Oh, please! Yeah. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> First definition is. An item of sweet food made mm. by <laughs> backing a mixture of stiffly beaten egg whites <laughs> and sugar until crisp. If you take egg whites and you beat it until it's hard, <clears throat> you'll get mare and gooey. <laughs> Second definition A light mixture Of Stiffly beaten Egg whites And sugar Baked Until crisp Or Used Used As a Toping For deserts (laughs) You can put Marangui On just about anything Oh Sorry, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, we can put you on anything. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rub up some egg whites and sugar. (laughs) 
Rub out. Rub out. <laughs> rub, <laughs> out. <laughs> rub out Marangooey. Give me some <laughs> come here, give me some sugar. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Again, now I know how John Maxwell felt. <laughs> mm, I'm sure. <laughs> you oh, want some marigooey on that pie? How much you want out of this tub? Just a squirt. <laughs> Tony, would you yes, like me to like. use Mary's gooey in a sentence? And <laughs> 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 I, 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 yes. Jesus. All right. Rest of you guys, you won't hear? Please do. Yeah, fine. Mary? Oh, you know I have to hear it now. We're all in. It's Uranus. Yeah. With the Marin gooey. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Mary, <laughs> follow this recipe to produce a perfect... Mary Gooey. Follow me for more delicious recipes. (laughs) Second example would be we need to get more eggs for the Mary Gooey. Mm. (laughs) That's bad when you run out of eggs. Is it? Does that come from low tea? <laughs> I could. Oh, yes. Sperm counts way down. But those aren't eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but they might be Mary Gooey. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they plop when you wick them. Whip them. <laughs> Whip it up. Whip it. Whip it good. <laughs> I'm talking right now. And that has been the word of the day. Are you following the 530 Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and like us on Instagram and Twitter at 530 Bikers.